Dear friends, uh, this morning, John chapter 6 takes us back to a time when the Jews of Jesus' day stopped looking at him in wonderment as the bread that came down from heaven. May God bless our time in his wonderful word. Have you ever been wrong about someone? All of my parish ministry years were spent in mission settings in Topeka, Kansas and Daytona Beach, Florida. It was at the latter that one of my members, Mike, announced to me that uh, he was engaged, wanted to know if I wanted to meet his fiancée. I said, sure. And so we set up a time, and I drove over to his house, and I went up to the front door, and I rang the doorbell. And as I did, I was thinking to myself of something that he had already told me about her, that uh, she was a lifelong Italian Catholic New Yorker, and that she grew up in Queens, New York, kind of a rough neighborhood. Mike uh, met me at the door, and he led me into the living room, and that's when I saw her for the first time, and she saw me. She had jet black hair. And when she saw me, her eyes and lips narrowed as she sized me from head to toe. And then I looked at her, and I, I don't know why, but my initial thought was, she wants to beat me up. And then Mike said, Pastor, I would like you to meet my fiancé. And I I don't even, I I remember at the moment, I didn't even really focus on her first name because all I heard was Capone. You know the hairs on the back of your neck that start sticking straight up and tingling? Yes, there I was in front of a third-generation blood descendant of Chicago mobster Al Capone. And I don't know why, but my next thought was, so long, world. I've never been more scared of a woman in all of my life. I have never been more wrong about someone. For the next two hours, she and I proceeded to talk. She told me of of how people misjudged her because of her last name. She told me about past relationships that never worked out. Uh, We talked about Catholics. We talked about Lutherans. We talked about Christ. And after uh, our conversation, I, I started to head out the door. I turned around and I thanked her for not beating me up. And she laughed, and she hugged me. And in the coming months, she went through Bible information class. She married Mike. And this lifelong Italian Catholic New Yorker became a Wells Lutheran. I have never been so wrong about someone in my life. This morning in John chapter 6, 
there was a crowd that, were, that was following Jesus. They were absolutely amazed by him because he, he taught using visuals so that they could really understand. They, they saw displays of power that they thought, that can only come from God. And as Jesus preached a sermon in John chapter 6, thousands of them were listening in And so then Jesus fed them. The gospel lesson from a couple Sundays ago, Jesus took a little boy's sack lunch of loaves and fish. He blessed it. They multiplied, and the people ate their fill until until their bellies were full. The next day, they remembered those full bellies. They came back to Jesus, and they asked him to give them more of this wonder bread. And Jesus refused them. He, he said, uh, I, I tell you the truth, you ate the loaves and, and to, you were filled, but, but you saw the miraculous signs, and that's not why you're following me. And so they thought that Jesus would feed them just like God had fed their ancestors centuries before as they wandered in the wilderness and gave them bread from heaven that was called a manna. But Jesus did not come into this world in order to be the lunch lady in the cafeteria. Jesus came so that he might fill your faith full, so that with a full faith, you would then begin to seek first the things that are of the kingdom of God. And so the point of John chapter 6, Jesus told them, was to give them what they really needed. Bread from heaven. But have you ever been wrong about someone? The people got Jesus wrong. And so they heard Jesus who said, I am the bread that came down uh, from heaven. But then they began uh, to grumble. They said, is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? When they saw who his mom and his dad were, when, when they thought about Jesus, that he had brothers, because the Gospel of Mark tells us Jesus had four brothers, James, Joseph, Jude, Simon, when they started thinking of Jesus but thinking of his family, they grumbled because they got Jesus' father wrong. Because if they knew who Jesus' father was, uh, the the one who um, made sure that his earthly incarnation happened, if they knew who his father was, they would have also known who Jesus was. But they got him wrong. And there are sometimes consequences when you get a person wrong. Uh, Jesus said, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. And we're told that the people disagreed so intensely, so bitterly, the gospel writer John uses a word that describes two sides of a mob that are ready to go after each other with their fists. Who is this Jesus? Some of them said, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? Because the thought of it disgusted them. And we are told, John goes on, that it, it got to the point where even some of Jesus' own followers, when they heard Jesus talking about this, they said, this is too much for us. This is a hard teaching. We don't understand. 
And many began to separate themselves from Jesus. Why? Because they were looking for an easier way to the kingdom of God. When you get Jesus wrong, though, there can be eternal consequences. That's why Jesus says this morning, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Think of it. A a bread that you can eat that is so intimately connected to Jesus, body and blood, but it's not talking about the Lord's Supper. It's talking about such an intimate connect with Jesus that once you eat and drink, you will live forever. See, really? Is Jesus confusing the picture here? Shannon uh, attended an Easter Sunday worship service. She had received a postcard in one of her neighborhoods, and she came. And as she left church that Easter Sunday, she says, I'm going to come back next Sunday. I'm going to bring someone. Sure enough. Next Sunday, I met 52-year-old Jeff. And they, I, I just couldn't help but like them immediately. Who doesn't like smiley, positive personalities? And in the coming weeks, I got to know them better. I learned that they were a couple. Both of them had gone through horrible um, separations and divorces. Jeff had raised for the past couple decades uh, three children, even as he had a prosperous career. But Jeff had not set foot in a church for over 20 years. And so when Jeff talked, he, he talked like a guy who had not been allowed to speak about God for 20 years. He said, I've got so many questions to ask you. He goes, I don't even know where to begin. A couple weeks later, as I entered their home, I could immediately tell something was wrong. Shannon was crying. Jeff was distraught. And in between uh, the tears, I began to piece the story together. Uh, a, a swelling on Jeff's throat a checkup, lymphoma, really bad kind. Jeff had not slept in days. The thought of death is mind-numbing. And so in the weeks to come, our time together was less instructional. It became more devotional. Jeff continued to ask questions, but now they were the kind of questions that only a man facing mortality asks. Because Jeff needed good news for his bad living. Jeff needed grace to cover over his sin. And so he began to eat and drink huge quantities of the gospel because he knew that he was a man that was dying dying of hunger and thirst, and he knew that what he was eating and drinking was eternally vital. I only knew Jeff for 18 months. He had a successful stem cell transplant at the University of Omaha Medical Center, but then he caught a common cold and he went back for a checkup. And I can still remember the day that I flew out there to be with his wife as we took him off the respirator. The next morning, I 
I, I woke up and was going to head to the airport to catch a flight. Shannon said, would you still have time to meet? And she had become friends with a, a wife of another man who was just a couple hospital doors down. And she goes, would you just go in there? He, he's got stomach cancer. And so I, I went in there uh, real quick, and that's when I met Doug, a, a very successful, tan, um, career-oriented GM vice president. Everybody knew him as, as, as a golfer, a take, take charge, confident kind of a guy. But the Doug that I saw that day was curled up in pain on a hospital bed with just tubes, plastic tubes everywhere against the backdrop of a hospital gown. And so I, I just uh, told Doug about another sick man named Lazarus, and that he died, two grieving sisters. And a couple days later, Jesus came and said, I am the resurrection and the life, and whoever believes in me will live, even though he dies. Do you believe this? Jesus asked Martha, and that's when I turned to Doug and I said, do you believe this? After a moment... He nodded, and I said, Doug, I got one more question for you. I said, if you don't make it out of here alive, do you believe that there is a part of you that is called your soul that will never die, but through Jesus, it can and will live with him forever in heaven? And he mustered all of his vocal strength, and he said one word, yes. A couple months later at Doug's memorial service, all the GM executives are pulling up in their black General Motors four-door shiny sedans. I'm pulling up in a beat-up Chrysler minivan, kids' bubblegum sticking in the carpet. And I told them about Doug's one-word response. I told them about the 18 months that I knew Jeff, and I told them about the 18 minutes that I got to talk to Doug. And I told them how critically important it was that Doug came to know and to believe in a living Savior and a resurrection. He came to know a Jesus who this morning said, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. And I will raise them up on the last day. Jesus told them that they wouldn't die because he would. And that's why he came down from heaven. That's why he was true God, but also the Son of Man. Because he knew our bodies would die, but he also knew there was a soul of a GM executive that needed to come into bread and the water of life. Because knowing Jesus has eternal consequences. Either your soul will live with him or apart from him. Either with him in heaven or apart from him in hell. The man that the people got wrong in John chapter 6 was more than just the bread and the water of life. He was the Lamb of God. Isaiah the prophet said, this was the, the, the man who was crushed, punished, 
pierced. His wounds healed us. And so a GM executive, he did not die that day, but he now lives with Jesus forever. And for all who who believe in this Jesus, he promises you will never die. See, isn't that the good news that every soul needs? This is good news that covers bad living. This is grace that overwhelms and covers over all of our sin. Have you ever been wrong about someone? You'd be surprised how often people that you may get wrong right now, they still are asking the very same questions that you are. In those down moments of life, they ask, why am I existing? What's my purpose for my life? See, the point of John chapter 6 is a Jesus who says, I can answer those questions because I am the answer to all of your questions. I am the one who can give you strength. I can do things you never can imagine. That's the connect that Jesus makes as he introduces himself in bodily form, his flesh and his blood that was laid out on the altar as a sacrifice So that all of your bad living, all of your sins, it is gone. New life begins. Eat and drink the bread and the water of life. This is not food of a meal for your stomachs, but this is the most satisfying meal that that is able to bridge the gap between earth and heaven. So then, well fed, you now may share bread with others, because friends, you just might never know how important an 18-minute conversation on Jesus may be. Amen.